Hey, Scott. Hey, Nick. Oh, what's up? Why do you look so down? I just... I can't believe Back to the Future Minute is over. Hey, it's okay, man. You got Spider-Man Minute. You got the Doctor's Companion. What more do you want? What? You want your favorite uh, scientist and little uh, little assistant? You want me to do Doc and Marty? <gasps> ah! Right? You'll get over it. You'll be fine. Oh, who the hell put this on? It's on random. For God's sake. Look, it's not that I want to keep doing Back to the Future Minute forever. I'm just trying to say that I need something a little more. I want to get out there and do interesting stuff. Podcast a little. And I'd love to be able to do it with you, but I want you to want to do it too. I agree. We should get out there, but what can we do? How about a Cornetto? A Cornetto. Edgar Wright's Cornetto trilogy. First, we'll start with a bite of Shaun of the Dead. Then, we'll take some shots of hot fuzz, and later, we'll wrap it all up with a couple of pints at the world's end. How's that for a slice of fried gold? Yeah, boy! The Cornetto Minute, the daily podcast where we take car, go to mums, kill Phil, grab Liz, go to the Winchester, and have a nice cold pint one minute at a time. It all blows over starting with Shaun of the Dead this October at DuelingGenre.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Dueling Genre. Hi everyone, welcome to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute, the daily podcast where we are watching the 1990 live-action Turtles movie, one rooftop, rolling around, shredder falling from the sky, minute at a time. I am your host, Scott Tofty. With me again for minute number 79 are Chris, Adam, and Rachel. Hi guys, and girl. Hello. Yo. Well, hello. And joining us again for this Thursday show is our very good friend, Mr. Eric Dean. Hey friends. Hi. Welcome back. Thanks, guys. So what the listeners might not realize is that we've been going through absolute hell trying to record these minutes, Eric, and uh, it's a testament to how much that we like you, that we didn't just say, <laughs> screw it, we're quitting. Do it live. Yeah, I appreciate we're, it. Also, it none of it was his fault. I know, none of it was your fault. No, I just kind of sat side saddle for the whole thing and enjoyed the ride. <laughs> I we, feel like a yeah, lot of it was had, my fault. Like well, we had Skype crashing and... We tempted fate by recording on um, Mischief Night. The Which, night before Halloween, night yes. night before Halloween, a.k.a. Devil's Night, and uh, I think we were visited by some sort of demon. We were visited by yes. three spirits. <laughs> yeah, what is it? Top Dollar was burning down New York or something? Pod, the Podtergeist? <laughs> <laughs> or something? Well, anyway, it's, it's not that night now. It's no. a Sunday night now when we're recording this, and hopefully everything will go well. Yay. Knock on wood. Uh... Okay, so here we go. Minute 79 starts with uh, some, some turtle-on-foot action and mm. uh, ends... <laughs> you didn't like that phrase, Chris? <laughs> nope. <laughs> and ends with Shredder telling us that, uh, you know, uh, he's, he's, you're about to face, but now you... And he, the minute ends. He, he falls from the sky. Face the who's knows what's. Yeah, another one we of those get another cliffhanger. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
Uh, let's let's start at the very beginning. It's a very good place to start. We see uh, some foot soldiers with nunchucks going after Michelangelo. Anybody comment? <laughs> no. We're not going to take this one foot soldier at a time. All right. So foot soldier <laughs> with nunchucks. Could, but I mean, I kind of have to bring up the the whole thing at, at, at like once and like sort of watch it a little bit at a time. Like my notes are, are kind of like catching the highlights. So okay, the one nunchuck uh, swinging well, I guy. I just the like, only reason I bring it up one guy at a time is because I have both you, Chris, and Eric here right. to analyze the martial artistry of yeah. this all. So I, I thought it would so, be fun. Okay, to do. all right. Uh, then I'll, I'll maybe I should have let you know I was going to do that. I, I will critique this foot soldier's uh, attack where he's like sort of coming up and he has the nunchucks like back over his head and he brings them up in like a big vertical strike where he's like going to swing down and it's just like why would you do that that's dumb that's not how yeah. you swing nunchucks he's got no momentum going for him like like the whole idea of nunchucks is to, is that swing like kind of keeps that momentum i mean if i'm understanding this correctly so if you're not using that momentum it's just like you might as well have a fly swatter well, at this point like the 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 the, the my big critique of, of what he's doing is that it's heavily telegraphed and he's doing like a big obvious overhead strike for a such a short range weapon it's just dumb i want to feel like maybe this was not his original weapon in the skirmish but in sort of ah. a like a brawler beat him up panic he just grabbed the nearest weapon he's like I, i'm just gonna hit you with these I had a sword. I've been training with swords. I like swords. Isn't everything like a sword? This is like a bent sword, right? A floppy sword? I'll take it's that. It's like in okay. Goldeneye when you just pick up whatever like the dead person in front of you dropped. Yeah. They're yeah. like, oh, it's the clob. Yeah, this guy Ugh. has no points in this weapon <laughs> Nobody likes the clob. <laughs> Hear that, Ken Lobby? Where's the suck? moon ranker laser? <laughs> what, what, what was the gun that, that looked like you were holding a giant pencil? Was that the AK? Uh, Maybe... I don't know, but the RCP-90 was awesome. <laughs> anyway, God, that where game. were we? Okay, so that was the first guy. To, like, uh, Eric, did you have someone and on his nunchucking? No, no. I, no. I mean, I, I honestly needed to pay more attention to the clip guy by guy. I, I kind of went into this with an overall thesis. Oh, okay. we'll, we'll get right. there. I just in in some well, of these I have, scenes, I have the minute queued up, so I can sort of like go. I can just play for a yeah, second. Yeah, yeah, me and be too. Like, me oh, too. No, that's good. That's good. Should, that's good. We, should we should we name them all while we're here? Oh, we could name them. Ooh, okay. Good idea. No. So what is what is Nunchuck? <laughs> no? Bad idea? All right. We've There's done this. so many of them, and, and they all look the same. Yeah. How are we going to keep track of them? They're all just named Bill. All right. The guy with the Nunchucks is is uh, Foot Thug number one. Well, yeah, I would Good. say his name would be Chuck, but those aren't his Chucks. He picked those up from <laughs> Chuck. So, <laughs> Ironically, his name is Bo. Mm. <laughs> um, and I actually think he might be swinging at Raphael now that I look at it again. I'm not sure that that's Mikey. Oh, that is Raph. But moving on, we cut to a wide shot. And if I'm counting, I count one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I think nine foot soldiers in the wide shot. Yep. Uh, Several brandishing bow. I think a couple with swords and maybe one with sigh. I'm not sure. I like this guy. Maybe not. This guy in the foreground, he's holding a sword. And Donnie hits his sword with his bow, and he reacts like he's a soccer player. <laughs> like, like he, he just jumps flops. backwards. Like, like ref, he touched my sword. Yeah, that's the scene <laughs> they cut out is when he stands up and he goes and looks at Shredder, and he's like, did you see what he did? Did you see? You going to call him on that? <laughs> <laughs> Red card, ref. Red card. This scene would be so great if there was a ref, like like a wrestling <laughs> referee, like who's just back is constantly turned, like... <laughs> It's it's he like the referee in the Royal Rumble. He just doesn't know wh- where to look. Look or who what just came in from the audience. It's Casey Jones with the dumpster. 
Okay, I want you guys to notice the, the contrast between the way that Donnie is spinning and twirling and throwing hook kicks and using his bow. And then if you look in the very background on the right, Michelangelo is the laziest fighter. He's kind of just like whipping this guy in the legs with like, his nunchucks. <laughs> Take that. He's just lazily tormenting someone. He looks like every seven-year-old with plastic store-bought nunchucks ever. I think I think that wide shot was with you know like the the primary focus and the the showcase was Donatello getting off the thwack spin hook kick thwack thwack and 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 doing pretty good. Yeah, in the I background, mean, Leo's just got a good little some guy's spin kick there. <laughs> <laughs> Raph's got a good spin kick. What's Leo doing? Leo is mostly obscured in this wide shot. He does kind of get an overhead like swords crossed kind of block into some sort of like snap kick thing going on yeah, but, uh, Donnie's Donnie's really the There's focus here turtles and I'd probably safe to say that's Ernie Reyes Jr. in this scene uh, in the Donnie suit doing the fighting uh, he was the Donatello martial arts yep. double that, that, in this that makes film sense. just upstaging the hell out of everybody right yeah. and I was going to yeah. say Donnie's his familiarity with his staff is by far like the highest familiarity of any of the actors in the suits so I guess that I, makes sense that it was Ernie Reyes in there I'm trying to cycle back through the rest of this film and think about the other turtles and the fight scenes and it occurs to me that I think Donatello is maybe the most impressive in every fight scene as oh, far as like sure. actual martial arts skills. Yeah. <laughs> and so his weapon it, familiarity I mean, it, for sure. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. surprise me that they invited Erding Reyes Jr. in for the sequel. I mean, there is a, a pretty big disparity between uh, the ability of the Donatello fighting and the other three turtles. That's like, what, that's like when you have a movie where like there's one strong, solid actor and they're just acting circles around everybody else. <laughs> the Avengers. Yeah. yeah. Like Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> is just like, I'm the best one here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I mean, like, uh, like I think a part of it too is, is not necessarily, it's not necessarily just that Ernie Reyes Jr. is that much better. It's that if you're in a big foamy suit and you have these little sort of like mandibles with like a thumb and two fingers, it's probably much easier to use a big long stick than it is to use nunchucks or sai, um, and maybe maybe not so much swords. But swords, they're hampered by the fact that he can't really use them the way they're supposed to be used because you're not allowed to cut these people yeah. open on on camera. I mean, <laughs> so, like Donatello gets the benefit of having the biggest, longest, sort of um, not clumsiest, but like the the broadest weapon. It has like you know the biggest movements. They're less not fine motor skill. Yeah, required. less fine motor skill is required, and he's able to just hit people. Whereas Leonardo is well as we're about to see in just a second um hampered uh, I, well, i'm even looking at like footwork and things like that donnie just yeah. seems more agile yeah he, he he has good spins and good moving around and like that that whole sequence where he spins the staff and spins into the hook kick and spins the staff again before hitting somebody again that that like reads very much as as like you know ernie race jr doing like a, a bow staff form you know i'm sure he was keying in between every every move probably if you ever get a chance, I don't. It's probably up on the internet somewhere. But uh, like in the early aughts, Ernie Reyes Jr. did uh, a couple of like full contact uh, like kickboxing fights, and it was really interesting to see him like uh, like go at it and like be very aggressive. But like every time he hit the guy, he was like yeah, ah! which is unusual. People just, don't usually do that. I would just like to point <laughs> out that Adam is scrubbing back and forth on a scene 
Or I'm just seeing like a full. We'll get to that in a minute. Turtle butt. It's it's unpleasant. <laughs> oh yeah. Are we talking about the turtle camel toe? Yeah. Yeah. The, you yeah can we'll see get there. Their, uh, their it's cloaca. in the notes. The whole the whole time that Chris was talking, he's just scrubbing back and forth over this scene. I'm just yeah, noticing it. I was like, yeah, Whoa. scrub that minute. Yeah, scrub that cloaca. <laughs> um, so let's get to six seconds into well, the minute. And we have this, we cut back to this, it's the same shot of Raphael and this nunchucky foot soldier, except this time I don't think he has chucks, but it's very clearly like the same, they, they shot this sequence, you know, this, this one shot all together, and then it was edited between the wide shots and the other turtle individual shots. Um, but the thing I really like about this, and this is always sort of one of my favorite things about Raph, is he's holding the side so that the 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 long tine yeah, is sort of down his forearm, his forearm which I always yep. think is the coolest way to hold that weapon. How practical is that? That's that's a good way to block. It's a very solid way to because if you hold it like in a hammer grip with the with the the knife or the the blade like pointing up from your fist. Um, well, I mean there there are two basic ways to hold a knife or a sigh. There's hammer grip where it's up the way you would hold a hammer to hammer a nail, and then there's ice pick grip where you would where the point is coming out the bottom end and the way you would strike ice with an ice pick. So if you block, um, like in either ice pick or hammer grip, the, the, there's nothing there really supporting the tine. Like if he blocked a kick holding, you know, the, the sigh up in, in, in like hammer grip or, or ice pick grip, you know, there's a fair chance that the guy's kick would just push through the side yeah, cause it's not, not bladed at all. It's just a rod. Yeah. So there's a chance that it would get kicked out of his hand or he'd lose it. But if you rest it against your, um, against your forearm, um, which is a thing that you can do with knives. Uh, also, I can't remember what the name of that grip is where you rest it along your forearm. Do you know, Eric? No, I don't offhand. Okay, but you can rest it along. You can rest that kind of, that weapon. You can rest a lot of different weapons, like fighting with sticks, fighting with sai, short swords, anything. You can sort of rest it along your forearm, and then it becomes much stronger. You're basically putting like a, a steel rod on your forearm to to allow you to block with that, and that'll help you keep like sharp edges off, hard contact off, and you also have the leverage, um, you have the, the strength and stability to take a much stronger blow without losing your weapon. Plus, plus Adam, your... this reminds me of the narcissist Lex Luger and his steel plate in his forearm. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it, also, it also turns a block into an attack, really, because if if he's swinging, every block is an attack. If he's swinging a Ooh. huge kick and he blocks that that kick, At least that's what I was told in karate. With with the metal rod basically hitting him in the shins with it, mm. that's yeah. gonna that's gonna hurt. Be uncomfortable. Bit. You can also yeah. use so, it to hook, which is just like a form of grappling with knives or size that allows you to kind of get in and lock up one of the opponent's arms so that you can strike with the other one. That's a lot of when uh, knives and daggers were used in the offhand uh, when dual wielding with another weapon. You'd turn him in that ice pit grip. And you could use it to hook aside somebody's weapon or hook aside their weapon or their shield or whatever to get into, uh, you know, with your other hand. So, Eric, I have a question for you, and I guess this goes to Chris also. You guys, you know, we've, we've, we've heard a lot of insight about a lot of different weapons and martial arts uh, and combat technique and skills. What have you guys actually trained with? That's what I'm curious to know. Like, what, what, what weapons, tools have you formally <sighs> trained with? Well, we were both mm. yehus, as our coach would call us, which was, uh, mm. we were guys who came from more traditional backgrounds, especially with weapons. Um, so I usually spent, as a kid, I spent most of my time with nunchucks. Uh, and as I got older and got into MMA training, then I picked up knives. So that was pretty much it. 
And Knives very popular in the UFC. (laughs) (laughs) It was just that I suddenly had a gym with a bunch of guys around me, and we had these rubber knives, and we would just go, Mm -hmm. you know, full combative with rubber knives. And I got obsessed with that. And then later in life, I've picked up sticks just for fun, but I didn't do much, uh, not nearly as much weapon stuff as Chris did. Mm. Chris? Yeah, so uh, I didn't do much in the way of weapons when I was younger. Because my parents were like terrified of me and my brother actually killing one another. I believe we Um, talked about that a little bit. Yeah, yeah. We did do like my cousin got into um, not SCA, but the one where you have like the uh, the foam covered PVC padded weapons. He got into that and that was a big thing for him. uh, Yeah, basically like boffing, fighting, LARPing, whatever. And he would make that for people for like Christmas presents. And so when I was a little kid, me and my brother would fight with like, you know, uh, foam padded axes and maces and swords. It was great. Um, And then at at college, like, uh, you know, I would do some, I would do some, uh, some knife stuff with Eric and some of the other guys. And, um, that was, uh, sort of a little more formally done with, uh, the, the karate club. Uh, the instructor there, uh, was really liked, uh, Filipino style, uh, stick and knife martial arts, uh, Kali, um, also known as Escrima or Arnis. And uh, so I, I, I did a, a good amount of stick and, and knife work there. I really like sticks and knives, like the, the way that the Filipinos teach it. Um, they really sort of, you can train them together, you can swap off and they can be used to, uh, to uh, allow you to improvise with what you find around you. Um, and, and, and uh, oh, where was I? I'm sorry. My wife just distracted me with cake scraps uh, to, you know, the cake. listeners who, who don't know about cake. Anyway, uh, so yeah, the, the Filipino stick and knife, I've really enjoyed that. Um, with the Taekwondo class, we did, we would do like sort of from time to time, like different weapons. Uh, we did bow staff stuff. I did a couple of forms of that. But when it, when it came to like the, the weapons that we did there, it was just, sort of performative it was it was staff stuff like there are techniques that you would use to fight someone but we never got the chance to like actually fight whereas with the the stick and knife work it's easy to get like a padded stick or to put on like a hockey helmet or a lacrosse helmet and just be like all right i'm gonna hit you and that's a lot of fun um you should do it sometime (laughs) and uh i did I, i did like a little bit with swords and i'm really interested in doing like uh european martial arts like um like Longsword and uh, Arma uh, Association of Renaissance Martial Artists. I'm, I, I want to pick that up, but it's hard to find the time for it. Mm. Yes, but yeah, sticks, sticks way. and knives, sticks and knives. Oh, cool. and I have a, a, a seven section whip chain uh, that uh, if people follow me on Instagram, they, they've seen that. Um, I had a lot of fun with that, and and I did like a couple of forms on it. But you know, again, that's not something you can train and fight with. <laughs> Cool. There's, right. there's no well, safe version of that. For anyone that's oh, questioning, and then a lot of guns. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was going to say for anyone that's questioning your uh, your expertise, there's your background. Now you know. Okay. Um, let's move on through the minute. We get Leonardo doing this backflip. Uh, Speaking sort of, of not being able to use his weapons the way they're supposed to be used. Yeah. Well, not only that, but he does this backflip over a sword, which just seems like a really poor way to okay. avoid a strike. It looks like he's kind of stuck. Like he does well, like three side somersaults in a row like he can't get out of this somersault loop thing he's he's gotten himself into <laughs> then he just cuts this guy's ankle that's off. what i yeah. was gonna say yeah we've talked about him not using his swords but then right there he just double slices across that guy's shin and the guy falls to the ground like holding yeah. his leg 
And we've established the belief yeah. that he like slices the Achilles tendon. That's, but there is no blood. Like there is no slash. And he, I mean, we know he's supposed to have a sharp sword because he sliced the pizza in midair. Right. But at the same time, I don't see that guy as having just been cut. Well, well he, he falls so much and gra- fall he holds his leg. He does a complete backflip. Like, like I, I swear, yeah. these foot soldiers learned ninja in If you FEMA. got hit in the leg with like a metal blunt sword, you'd hold your leg too. <laughs> or I would have was True. the... So you think he has blunt swords for actually going out and battling the foot, and he just keeps the sharp ones for, like, kitchen cutlery? (laughs) I don't know, because Casey was using it to cut the carrots. Casey was using it to cut the carrots before he committed sexual assault. So um, I guess maybe he just reverse gripped and, like, hit him with the blunt side, you know, like Rarooni Kenshin or something. I want to believe he just got pushed over the line and lost his shit and cut that kid across the leg. Yeah. Leo got pushed to his limit. (laughs) <laughs> but he pulled it he pulled it he didn't hit him as hard as he could because no, he didn't want to take his leg, leg off but he do, he does he does that full backflip like a whole moment later like it was another one of those soccer falls like oh wait i got hit <laughs> <laughs> like i might as well do a backflip because my ankles got cut that was probably because his ninja muscles are like tight little cables with all that tension you know, and once you just slice one, it snapped and just sent him spiraling backwards. Sproing. Um, so the next shot we get is Superman punch. Raphael with the Superman punch kick combo. Which Was I he get, did enjoy. he do a kick on that too? Was I think there there's also a somebody there getting hit with also. a kick. Uh, I don't think you right. see the kick, but it looks. I mean, like that's what it was supposed to be. It looks like it's supposed to be a punch and a kick. It could just be, you know, sort of the the. Uh, equal and opposite motion from the punch, whatever you call that, like the, the, the recoil. Mm. Yeah. But, I didn't uh, see anybody I like to think that he's side, kicking somebody. I love that it's, move. It's, in fact, for those possible. who didn't see it last night, George St. Pierre came out of retirement after four years of not a couple of weeks ago when you're listening to this, right? <laughs> correct. Yeah, yeah. GSP came out of retirement and won the title back in his first comeback fight and threw a beautiful, in fact, it was a Superman jab but threw it and landed it beautifully. <laughs> is that oh, the one that man. was like a second round knockout? Uh, f- French um, white Jesus is amazing. It was sort of, it, it wasn't, he didn't win by knockout. He won by rear naked, oh. but it was only after he beat Michael Rear Bisping. naked choke. There was a choke. Right. So, <laughs> yeah. He, uh, Some people are not up on the I window. know, I know. I can't. <laughs> he got <laughs> rear naked. Th- and this uh, the other guy's just like, listen, I'm not having any of naked. this. He got backside naked. and then <laughs> He's a giant, buff, beautiful Frenchman who rear naked at the Britishman into submission. <laughs> uh, all right, so we get the Superman punch. And he checked his And uh, we quickly cut to the, what I like to call, Rolling Thunder, oh, uh, which is appears to be Raphael and Leonardo uh, rolling ankle to shoulder. Yeah, like shin to shoulder, like doing a roll, which is, you know, the sort of thing you'd do in gym class or something. <laughs> right. Uh, and then Raph and comes then he, out of it we get with a, real a good look triple at roundhouse back heel kind of thing. <laughs> and weird, like, slimy feet. Yeah, their feet are, like, super well, wet. They're actually very wet in this yeah, scene. Like, every, it has like, been floor, raining. The roof was wet. It's like yeah. that rain, like, everything is wet. And also, I guess that, that, that helps for, like, the filming to help everything pop and, and have, like, lights and stuff as opposed contrast. to... Contrast. Yeah, yeah contrast. You know, it helps, it helps the, uh, the, the floor and, like, everything sort of pop instead of being muddled and, and dark. Yeah. 
So this is, uh, and then we get a great sort of spinning back heel kick, taking out three foot soldiers, which is pretty classic Ninja Turtles right there. Pretty classic Ninja Turtles, but also I don't think anybody could actually do that. No. Um, <laughs> and, and I think Rachel mentioned, mentioned the, the turtle butt. I like to affectionately call it the turtle camel toe. Yeah. No, um, the, the, the turtle the, toe? The, the taint? Turtle toe. No, the turtles have their toes the and they're distinctive. The Let's not do Should that. Should we say gooch? What? The, gooch? What? I, I think don't you get just it. did. What is that? You know, that, that's that place between places. You mean the taint? Yeah, it's yeah. got or the I, gooch, yeah. the Wait, grudel, can we say taint? The... What are we doing? <laughs> Let's stop. Anyway, not come up with any other yeah, when pausing this say video, there are ample opportunities to see uh, awkward turtle undersides. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I then we cut, we, we cut back out to the wide shot, and uh, there are less standing foot soldiers now. And they just keep falling. And that really, really yep. great um, and matte painting. Oh, it's painting not really a painting, it's a photograph, I guess. Backlit, kind of. Is that, it might yeah. even be rear projection, I don't know. It's got yeah. this weird kind of light source about it. Hazy, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, I, I do want to point out that it was very obvious that the the scenes intercut are not lining up in a, in a, any kind of timeline. Like we had just seen Leo and Raph rolling over each other oh, with yeah. no weapons, and we immediately cut to a shot of them standing with their weapons. So I mean, in a completely different part of the roof, too. Yeah, totally different part of the roof. But that's okay because we get the idea of what's going on. It's kind of yeah. funny. It seems like all these ninjas just drop at the same time, too. Like, there's one guy <laughs> who it doesn't even look like he got hit, and he's like, oh, I'm just going to fall now. Yeah, it's like, it, yeah. like I said, it's that soccer player, Civil this War This is the part where you fall kinda. down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, <laughs> someone made a sound. I'm going to jump backwards 10 so feet. My, right. my, so my dad is a Civil War reenactor, and uh, <laughs> he said sometimes when it would just get too hot, he would just pretend to die. And lay in the field. <laughs> Just die and lay in the sun wearing all wool. I got hit by no, a no, stray no, he, bullet. He'd like get hit and then crawl under a tree. Just kind of <laughs> chill out. Be like, somebody bring me a lemonade. This corpse is thirsty. <laughs> this corpse is wilted. Yeah, this flower is wilted. This flower is wilted. <laughs> Lovely. Hey, question. Where the hell does Shredder come from? Wait, is he in the sky? I think he is know. in the sky. Like, as like, he drops he? in, two of the foot guys are, like, climbing a fire escape to get away from the action. And right. I feel like he must have maybe been watching from that fire escape. I'd like to think that maybe. he was just hovering. It's not even, like, a, a fire escape, though. It's just, like, parts of the roof. I guess it's, like, just another building, like, the next building over. But Rachel, do you think he had, like, a hang glider or <laughs> yeah. something up there? Yeah, or he just material <laughs> materialized. Out of thin air. There's like a Zeppelin just hanging out above. <laughs> Popped out from demand. The turtle blimp. He's on that, he's on that yeah. green goblin, like, floaty thing. Glider. <laughs> he's the glider. on the goblin glider. <laughs> the shredder glider. Shredder glider. That's great. I like it. This so, reminded um, me, when I, when I wrote down in the notes, was he in the sky? It reminded me of this text conversation I had with my mom. She was flying to LA, I think. Texted me from the plane. She's like, Rachel. I'm in the sky. Like, what? <laughs> what am I even supposed to take away from that? It's very oddly metaphysical. Yes. Um, yeah, so Leo asks, does anyone know who or what this is after we get the super well, soap opera the, oh, fuzzy no camera close-up shot of... I thought of- all, all No More was a really great follow-up to uh, at the beginning of their fight. Like, the, gosh, I sure hope there's more of them. If you freeze frame... Oh, did I miss that line? Did I miss yeah. that on No More? He goes, oh, no more. Oh, he does. That's right. 
And that's like a really good, like, you know, sort of a coda on the, uh, on, on the, uh, you know, the, I sure hope there's more of them. Yeah. And then we get the shredder falling from the sky in all dun, of dun, his dun. close up, slow motion glory. Dun. If you freeze frame it right on the shredder's dun, dun, face dun. as he drops in in slow motion, I am almost certain he is grinning like ear to ear behind his little mesh mask. <laughs> like, this oh, is so yeah. much fun. Like, I can see his teeth in there. He's smiling so big. He's so excited to make that entrance. He does have, like, this is awesome. He does have this smiling so eyes, cool. too. <laughs> he's just happy uh, to be he's here. He's like, he's oh, having, yeah. He's having the next so line is just, did you guys see that? Did you just see he's what like, I did? I'm the shredder. <laughs> oh, man, I'm the shredder. I finally get to do the thing. <laughs> How many times have the Three Stooges sort of been referenced in this movie? Because Donnie does this yeah. thing. And I swear yeah. to God, we've seen other turtles do... Uh, like a couple of other times, things in the film. It's happened, stuff right? I'm not yeah, stuff yeah, no, I mean, oh yeah, you're not you're not making it we've up. We've talked about it. We definitely have because we mentioned the Stoogium mm-hmm. that one time. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, yeah. that's right, yeah, the Stoogium. Okay. Um. So anyone know who or what this is? And we get some some foot soldiers running away off. like little chickens, not helping the boss. They're like that's our cue to get the heck out of here. <laughs> Yeah, and then like comes you better the, not uh, go back to base because if the boss comes back, you're out of a job. But clans then and comes... stormtroopers have the same mo. It's like when the big guy shows up, act dead or run away. Like whatever <laughs> happens <laughs> when he shows up, we no, don't want to be involved. The, stor- the stormtroopers never help Darth Vader or Kylo Ren. It's just good That's to stay true. out of the way. <laughs> He's just going to get mad and force choke me. Seriously, why bother? So um, that guy's such a jerk. So what I is... do like that Mikey gives the uh, the. It happens in every form of turtles when they first meet Shredder is the joke about how ridiculous he looks. Yeah. I'll bet he never has to look for a can opener. <laughs> um, I just appreciate that. It's 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 become a, a trope in the in the uh the the fandom at this point, I guess you could say. Well and I, I know his... they do it in the eighty seven cartoon. I'm pretty sure they do it in the Michael Bay movies. Yeah. Well, in the Michael Bay movies, he looks amazingly weird. I was going to say, I hope you had another word after amazing, because that is not the word I would have chosen. Well, in, in, in he the looks Nickelodeon... fabulous in purple sequins. In this one, he looks awesome. In, in the Nickelodeon series, too, um, there's this kind of rolling joke where Michelangelo gets to name everybody. Like, every time there's yes. a villain, he's like, ooh, I'm going to name it. So like, and then for some reason, like even the even the villains are like, well, Mikey gave us this name, so we're just gonna call you this. So we're just gonna go with it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, also, like, I don't know if you've ever tried to use like the old those old style like just sort of sharp ended like can openers. Uh, maybe there's a trick to it that I don't know, but like, uh, you know, not the rolling wheel one, but like the one uh, that's the just like a point ones. and it has like a thing. Yeah, those are yeah. more. I, I, I always put like tin in the food. It's terrible. Yeah. Like oh. I have to go around like and punch it multiple times and there's like little razor blades of metal inside the soup and I'm just like, well, remind good luck me to me. never come over to your place for dinner. <laughs> are well, you, are I you have one of those rolling one wheel can like, openers. Like a pokey end. It's just yeah. like you punch a hole. Yeah. Well, the the kind that comes on a pocket knife. Yeah. Oh, I don't oh. think those are meant to take the whole top off of a can. I'm thinking of the one like when you have like a can of high C, which Eric, doesn't do you know exist how to do anymore. that, Mr. Survival? Yeah, yeah I was going to say, it's it's actually not that tough, but it is really time consuming. You have to use the little underhook, the little bottle opener hook to get leverage on the edge of the can. And the whole thing uh-huh. is to make tiny little half inch long slits all the way around until it comes off. 
Well, that's mm. obnoxious. It, it's a pain in the ass, but it's the technology they had. <laughs> mm. So thank God he wasn't called the can opener. Um, <laughs> so Shredder comes down. He says, you fight good in the old style. Also, just the old style. The old style. If you ask me, I think this entire, this entire minute is a perfectly encapsulated joke, but I also think that joke tells an important story about the possible origins of the Shredder. Because, look, you, you watch the Turtles fighting the Foot Clan. They're somersaulting around, doing these ridiculous pro-wrestling moves, Superman punches, clearly non-ninjutsu moves. Then you have a guy in purple sequins drop out of the sky <laughs> and say, you fight in the old style. Like, he is clearly a Japanese pro-wrestler. <laughs> I mean, clearly, and the Turtles are being Tajiri, trained by... strong style. Yeah, I think that Shredder's master was probably also a Japanese pro-wrestler. They were feuding, and the Turtles have been trained in this, like, old form of Japanese pro-wrestle ninjutsu. Oh, man, you are speaking my language now. So, He's gonna do the myths. So when does Tiger Mask come into play? I think Tiger... I mean, look at Shredder. Shredder is probably a play on Tiger Mask. He's an asshole to all of his own students. He beats his own guys up. Yeah. I mean, he definitely sort of fits the visual aesthetic of a 1980s pro wrestler. Totally. Purple sequins, man. <laughs> yeah. What's his entrance uh, music? Oh, man. It's just the Shredder. This match scheduled for one fall. Is the menace from Japan here to take all your jobs? 1980s yellow barrel, blah, blah, blah. Who would win in a fight, Nakamura or Shredder? Oh, Nakamura, hands down. Uh, ooh, yeah. Shinsuke Nakamura. Does the Shredder have his blades on him? Mm. Oh, no, you have to take those off before the match. Yeah. Only in a hardcore I match. I mean, come on. Only in a hardcore match. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Nakamura so, gets a weed whacker. <laughs> and he's about, to, he's about to introduce himself, and he doesn't quite get to it, which is, which is sad, because he really... The, I'm excited for next minute, because when he says his own name, that's always one of my favorite things, when you speak <laughs> about yourself in the third person... Instead of just saying, hey, I'm going to beat you up, you're now you're just like, now you have to deal with Scott. <laughs> like, the Scott. It been, it been, you must be very confident in yourself. It would have been way less intimidating had his, his name just been now like you face Bill or Dale Chris. or something. <laughs> and now Dale will destroy you. <laughs> Who's Dale? Where is he? It's, it's me. Shut up. I'm, I'm, I'm Dale. It, it's me. <laughs> Master Dale. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we'll we'll, we'll get a better look at it in the next minute, but man, is it just me or is the Shredder's spear kind of dumb? Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. I actually did some research on that, Chris. So I looked up what people's thoughts are on what he was using because it looks to me like a double ended spear. Yeah. And it turns out what what he had was actually a toothpick staff. Or for the rest of you guys, it's a, it's a bow that tapers on the ends. And mm-hmm. they essentially just fit those metal end caps over his short little toothpick staff. <laughs> huh. It's like a unique uh, shredder weapon. Yeah, so it's just a point. Like, he can't actually shred anything. No. He could perforate. I think that he one of the predators in the Predator versus Alien video game, I'm pretty sure one of the Predators yeah. uses that. It does look like oh, one of those God. things that you see people picking up trash with. You know what the pokey end? Oh, yeah, Look for community yeah. service. Yeah, maybe he's doing bit. community service. You don't know. It's possible, he's, I suppose. He's here to take out the turtle trash. So I will tell you a cool bit of historical trivia that uh, the spike on the bottom end of a spear, because that's pretty traditional that the Romans and the Greeks they all had spikes on the back end of the spear too. 
And they were for two reasons. One, if the front of your spear got chopped off or broken, you know, you flip it around, you have a smaller backup spear. But also as you're marching over the wounded soldiers, you just finish them with the spike on the bottom of the spear. And the term for that spike was a lizarder because they would joke about stabbing lizards with it. Huh. And oh, here he is fighting <laughs> turtles with it. Oh. <laughs> Full circle. Yeah. It's the turtler. Mm. The turtler. Well, we have learned a lot here this minute. That's the probably turtler. what Shredder yeah. names this spike after he realizes that the turtles are his nemeses. The turtle the kebab. Turtler. It's called the turtler. The turtler. The turtler. <laughs> Turtler. Oh man! What was what was that? Um, what was the sh- the 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 thing? in remember when we were looking at the um, the turtle toy museum like site and like the foot cur- the foot soldiers got like they one of their weapons was like the turtle shell opener or the turtle shell knife or something. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, the sheller or something like the that. The sheller. It's just like Ugh. Ugh. he should he should have just come to this fight with like a big oyster knife, <laughs> oh. steaming pot of hot water. Delicious. <laughs> The night I oh, died man. on Turtle U. Uh, uh, gross. All right. Well, I'm I'm good for this minute if you guys are. Yep. I think I, that's everything. All yeah, right. That was, that was well, make sure you guys check out Eric at YouTube.com slash ThePostApoc. That's T-H-E-P-O-S-T-A-P-O-C. And head over to DuelingGenre.com slash support and pledge your support for not only us, but all the other great Dueling Genre podcasts. And then you can get more cool podcasts and stuff from us. Uh, for the crew here at Ninja Turtles Minute, I bid you adieu. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.